This is Family Time 88, and we're talking about compliments and criticism. We're back to relationship skills for our social-emotional learning competencies. And a big part of our relationship skills is focusing on communication, different aspects of communication. This week, we want to talk specifically about our responses to what we perceive as positive or negative feedback. And I've really got four questions for my students this week. First, how do you feel when receiving a compliment? Second, how do you feel when receiving criticism? Third, how do you graciously receive both compliments and criticism? And four, how do you give constructive feedback? Those are kind of difficult questions to answer. First, how do you feel when someone gives you a compliment? Hopefully you feel good. It's great when people compliment us, but it can be difficult for us to graciously receive that compliment. I struggle with that. I have, I've always struggled with that. I still do. When someone compliments me, I want to be humble. I don't want to be egotistical. So it, it makes me a little uncomfortable. I don't necessarily like the spotlight being shined on me. I'm not looking for a lot of attention. So that's a delicate balance. I've tried to learn as I've gotten older to be a more gracious receiver of compliments. And that term gracious receiver, I've used many times. I got it from Mr. Rogers, someone I reference often. And I do think that's an incredible gift. If someone is giving us the gift of a compliment, and it really is a gift, we should recognize the value in that. Because the other person has to put himself or herself out there a little bit. When people give us compliments, they have to be a little bit vulnerable. Because they don't, they don't know how we're going to take the compliment. And they're giving us a gift. The gift of just something positive. That's an important gift. It's a powerful gift. In a world that can tear us down and compare us to all of these images and constructs. For someone to simply compliment us. To simply be kind for kindness sake. It's important that we recognize the value in that and we respond in kind. That we graciously receive that, whether it's saying thank you or showing, showing the positive feeling it gives us. That's a great thing. And that really goes to how do we graciously receive criticism as well? Because 
that's the next question is how do you feel when you receive criticism? That one's tough. It's very easy to get defensive when we're being criticized. We might feel like we're being attacked. And criticism, the word itself, has a negative connotation. We could also look at how we react if we're getting constructive feedback. But anytime someone points out a perceived flaw or a perceived shortcoming of our own, that can be hard to handle. Even if, even if we're aware of it, even if we think we could be better in a certain area, it's hard to hear it from other people. I think it's hard sometimes to accept other people's perceptions of us. And when I say accept other people's perceptions of us, that doesn't mean that we have to agree with those perceptions or that we have to like them. And I certainly don't mean that we have to care about other people's perceptions of who we are. But at times we're faced with the reality that people see us a certain way. And that's, that can be tough. Especially if it's not how we would like to be perceived or not how we perceive ourselves. In that gap, in that disconnect, there is some discomfort. There can be some anxiety. That's where our ego slips in again. And we can be upset by those things. We can be upset by what we perceive as criticism. A lot of that has to do with tone, with the way things are delivered, with nonverbal communication, which we've talked about before with our relationship skills. Now we're kind of looking at that applied to a specific, more specific situation. What if we're getting some feedback we consider criticism? How do we react? What makes it criticism to us? Is it the tone? Is it the way that it's delivered? So when we're talking about graciously receiving both compliments and criticism. Well, how do we graciously receive criticism? There will be some times that people are being critical of us, maybe unfairly. Maybe they are being negative about us. And we have to decide if we're going to react negatively, if we're going to have a harsh emotional reaction, or if we're going to listen to what's said and be able to take things with a grain of salt. To to listen to people's criticism and maybe take some stock in those things to recognize that there may be some truth in some of those criticisms, that they're all of us have things that we can work on. All of us have space to learn and grow and develop. So I think it's good to not discount criticism. To say, okay, if I'm being critiqued on something, even if I think it's being delivered in a harsh way or a negative way, I can, I can take something away from that. 
I can be gracious in receiving it. I can have broad shoulders and, and handle criticism. But I do want to examine it and say, okay, what parts of this do I maybe agree with? What parts of this can I learn from? On the flip side of that, we have to recognize that some people will criticize us. Some people will try to tear us down because they don't want us to rise above them. They don't want to lose us. They don't want us to be successful. They don't want us to accomplish certain things because it might make them look bad or they're afraid or they're insecure. Whatever it is, we have to recognize that some people will criticize us because of their own issues. And that really has nothing to do with us. That doesn't mean we have to attack back at them. It should allow us the freedom to be gracious in receiving any of that criticism. To say, okay, I will accept what I think applies to me. The rest I will discard. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard skill to develop. But that will really, really help us learn and grow and mature. When we can take praise and take criticism and treat them almost equally. Where we can appreciate what we're getting out of it. And be gracious. And move forward. Not let compliments inflate our ego, but appreciate them and accept them. Not let criticism deflate us and defeat us, but recognize what might have some truth in it for us. And then move forward. I'm also asking my students, how do you give constructive feedback? I don't even want to phrase it as criticism. But how do you encourage people? How do you let people know your expectations in a way that is respectful and dignified? I, I want all of my students to be leaders. I want my children to be leaders. I teach a character and leadership class, but we focus on leadership in all my classes, and the sports that I coach, because everybody is a leader. Absolutely everyone, in some capacity. And we all have leadership skills. We all have things to contribute to leadership. And part of leadership, if we're actually leading other people, is we have to give some constructive feedback. We have to hold people to high standards. Where If we're leading... We're often trying to get people to accomplish a goal, whether it's a team, a company, an organization, our own families. We have to give constructive feedback. And we have to think about how we can do that in a way that is empowering instead of deflating. I have that conversation with my own children all the time. Is I'll maybe point out something that I disagree with, uh, this behavior, whatever it is. And 
they might get upset. And we have to have a conversation about, I'm trying to teach you this. I'm trying to hold you accountable. Here is why I'm trying to give you this feedback. I try to do the same thing with my students and my athletes. I have high standards. We have high standards as a group, collectively, together. I think the best way to give constructive feedback is to give it from a genuine place of love and caring. If we can do that, it makes the pill a lot easier to swallow. I really, really do think students, athletes, children, anyone we're leading, anyone in our organization, people recognize when we genuinely care. We have to show them. We have to show our followers, the, the people, our peers, anyone around us. We have to show them we care. And that sort of buys us some equity. It buys us the ability to give constructive feedback and let it be known that it's, it's from a, a caring place, a loving place from a place of empowerment. The last little thing I'm going to challenge my students to do this week is to pay somebody a compliment. What a simple, kind thing we can do. And compliments don't need to be big things. It can be, hey, I like your shoes. You did a good job on this. That's something I know as educators we don't always do as good a job of as we could. Just paying simple compliments to our students. I liked how you did this thing. I appreciate the work you put into this activity. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing these things. You did great at this. Those little compliments make a big difference. That helps us build that caring, loving relationship that buys us the equity to then give that constructive feedback, to then push those students, push those athletes, push the people around us a little bit harder to help them elevate a little higher than they thought they could. So start with some compliments this week. Have a great week. Much love. 